This is Dubai Eye 103.8. Oh no, better, faster, stronger. Well briefed. The business stories you need to know this week. Okay, so we're going to start here. Um, this is a story that was on the ARN News Centre earlier this week, and it's all about getting work permits for new staff. So it's getting easier and faster for employees here in the region to get them. So the Ministry of Human Resources and Emiratisation said that they'll now process uh, the work permits within two working days. So this is all part of the new Smart Committee. So if you're, you know, a startup company, George, you need to get the people hired. You need to do it quickly. This is great news. It's amazing. Things are getting easier and easier as usual. And uh, this is a great new initiative that was launched at uh, Jitex. So, uh, yeah, we're going more and more towards digitization, towards doing everything online. And that's that's definitely in, going in the same direction. And things will get easier as we progress. And I think as well, you know, you so often here, or when I first moved here, if you needed to do something, you had to go to the office and you stand in one queue and then you'd be in another queue and then your form would get signed by someone else. Whereas this is all online. So if you're, you know, employing a couple of people, you're not having to make this journey absolutely times, things so. are, you know things have been extremely streamlined in the last few years and they continue to be and as we move more and more with technology and digital technology specifically and, and, and uh, AI um, I think things are going to get easier and easier so that's that's the whole point of it and and you know Dubai obviously is known for its smart government yeah. and by smart I mean by, by, by its digital government or, or, or e-government if you want and they've done tremendous strides in, in, in that direction in the past years and it it is it is uh, seriously considered as one of the best in the world. Yeah, definitely. It's exciting time. So we'll watch this space for more developments like that. This next story, George, I read this in one of the UK um, news websites and I thought of you and you might wonder why. Yeah, because it's all about um, retailers over in the UK seeing their worst September ever. So it's kind of understandable um, in terms of people are concerned about Brexit. They don't know what's going to happen. And it was the worst record for the month of September since records began 24 years ago. So it's no surprise. But the, the reason why I thought of you, George, is we talk so often about sentiment on this yeah. program. Yeah. And, you know, whether we're talking about here or England, when there's uncertainty, people are reluctant to put their hands in the pockets, whether it's to buy something like this, clothes, or whether to set up a company. Lots of people are terrified to spend money at the moment. Listen, in times of uncertainty, people ha- tend to hold to their cash, which is normal. Um, in times of economic uncertainty, uh, certainly as, as the case would be with Brexit, or at least at least that's what the sentiment is, that there would be economic uncertainty. Uh, uh, it's normal that people are not willing to part with their money. It's, it's more of a mm. safety safety net than, than anything else. That being said, I don't see a big, uh, I don't see a big uh, relation between buying shoes and Brexit, right? So uh, day-to-day but stuff. It's funny you say yeah. that, though, because I guess for, for people that I know that are still living... In, that are living back in the UK, it's like if you want to sell your house or buy a house, you're too frightened. Is it going to? Is the price going to suddenly go up after the 31st of October? Is mm. it going to go down? So people don't know what to expect. So in that sense, they're like, is my job still going to be safe? Do I really want to be spending money on, you know, these? Treats and things and that, that is, maybe that is absolutely the, the economy of the, senti- the economy of sentiment that we always talk about. It. It's, it's it's huge here in the UAE, by the way, and in the region, not in the UAE. Uh, you know, in, in the general region, we always say, "Oh, things are good, things are bad. The times are good, the times are bad." Let me tell you something. How long have you been hearing that things are slow here or around here? We've, I know we had a we had a historical record month at Virtue Zone in September. Amazing, for example, Amazing. Histor- the historical record of new companies that have opened in September. So you know when people ask me, and you know people obviously ask me all the time, "Hey, how's it going? Your your business must be struggling." I say, "Listen, we are having more companies open than ever before. So if anything, that's a great sign for you, for me, for everyone that people the sentiment that people have towards the economy is actually positive for them to to get to engage in that adventure, right?" 
And and they often say, um, you know, even if it was slow, that's a good time to, to sort of change direction. If you're suddenly working for a company, you see people being laid off and you think, I've been wanting to follow my dream for ages. But that's correct. It's a good time, you know. But that's also good sentiment, right? Yeah. Because you can very well say, you know what, that's it. I, I got laid off. I'm packing my things. I'm going home. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm going back to I'm going back home. No, people are saying, you know what, I've always wanted to do this. This is the time to do this. This mm. is the place to do this. And they're doing it, which means that the sentiment, even though we hear a lot of whining and whatever, whatever moaning, you want, moaning whinging. and whining and whinging, uh, people actually believe that this is still one of the best places in the world to start a company and this is the time for it. It's true. Uh, one of your oldest clients, um, I think Chris and Natalie Humphreys, they, they, I think their jobs at the time when they were setting up the company um, were, were, I think they were both laid off. So it was like, right, we want to stay here. If we want to stay here, we need a visa. If we need a yeah. visa, we need a successful business. And they've just and, celebrated 10 great years. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, good times, bad times for some people turn into good times for others. So. Absolutely. And again, it's a question of sentiment. So the sentiment's good if you're if you were ever thinking of doing it, now's the right time to do it. We got Expo around the corner, and you know what? Oh God, now, last now week. We can, now yeah. we can talk about Expo because now Expo is a year away, not yeah. eight years ago when my tenant was trying to you know <laughs> raise the rent and tell me Expo's coming in seven years. They that wasn't really relevant. <laughs> But now we can talk about it because a lot of new companies are coming in and a lot of new projects are being announced. A lot of a lot of services will be needed for Expo and there will be a lot of, a lot of money that's pouring into the country. Well, last week on the show, we had a quick look, or the week before rather, we had a quick look at some of the jobs for Expo and I was shocked at the breadth of, of, of kind of job skill set that was required because like you said, this is a major event. It's not just what we think of Expo. You need people to do all sorts of things. This is a site that's built right in the middle of the desert. Imagine, imagine for example, how many tractors you would need you know, to, to, to do something like that. So you need to Import some tractors. You need to sell the tractors. You need to service the tractors. You need to operate the tractors and all that. Do you mean cranes? Yes, tractors okay. and cranes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, next story we're going to be talking about is um, biggest story really to come out of the region in a long time. And I'm pleased to say we're joined by uh, Mohammed Suleiman, who is a reporter for the ARN News Center. So first of all, Mohammed, thank you for joining us. Anytime, Natalie. I think this is my uh, starting up debut. If I'm not yes, mistaken. It good is. To have you. Welcome, I, welcome, Mo. Uh, I, always, I always see you guys presenting. I must say, here. I must say that he is one of the loveliest people at Aaron. I don't oh, want to mention that. He is, he <laughs> is. But you know, we want his head to fit out the door, George. So let's, <laughs> let's get down to what we came to talk about. Mohammed, I guess you're working busy at the ARN News Centre today, looking after the app, looking after the stories that we're all reading about. And um, basically, it's such an exciting time because Hazza Almansori, the first UAE astronaut, is coming home today. That's right. So um, he is actually on his way from Russia right now. I just had a quick look at his Instagram account, and he just posted a story of himself on the plane bidding farewell to Russia. Of course, he completed his historic mission to the ISS on the 3rd of October. So more than a week ago, uh, he left for the space station from Kazakhstan on September the 25th. And he was on the ISS for a total of eight days, making him the first ever Arab on the International Space What an amazing space story. Station. It gives me goosebumps, this story, I swear. I it's know. historic. It's yeah. completely historic. And while he was on the ISS, he was actually in charge of conducting a whole range of scientific experiments. Now, many of these experiments uh, were about how the human body reacts to space. So yeah. Stuff like how the digestive system reacts, how we perceive time differently in space. So he carried out more than 16 different experiments. And like I said, he landed again on the 3rd of October. And then he was in Star City, Russia for a week where he was undergoing a mandatory post-mission health checks. Yeah, so, you can imagine. You know, they want to make sure everything's okay. You've been in a completely different, um, you know... Space, I guess. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and, and it, has, it has funny effects on you. Like, um, we were watching the videos of when they landed, and all three of the astronauts that landed were actually carried off 
to their yeah. medical checks because they haven't walked no in, in, in a long time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 So he was in Russia for a week where he went, uh, where he underwent post-mission health checks. Uh, he passed those completely okay. He finished them yesterday, actually. And now he's on his way back home. So hopefully... In the next few hours, um, he will get a hero's welcome back here in the UAE. I know that's what I was wondering. You you expect, you know, there to be a real sort of welcome for him. You know, this is groundbreaking. It's the first time we've ever you know, seen it before. As a small nation like this and sending somebody into space is just incredible. It makes us, I mean, it makes us all so proud, I think, yeah. to, to be part of this and the, and the growth of, 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 of this nation. Um First Arab as well, huge. I mean, look at it. Look at the other Arab countries and their population. And look at the population of the UAE, and then you, you think, that, and you yeah. think that the first, the first Arabs from the UAE, rather than from from other nations that are much more populated. Really, really incre- incredible. I wanted to say about that. I, the, you know, the other day I was watching a, a documentary about the, uh, the first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong. Basically, it is just incredible how much courage you must have to participate in something like that. You're going into the complete unknown. I mean, yeah. maybe not these missions, these missions, there's been a yeah. few before. But can you imagine be, being the first person to put your foot on the moon and not knowing what to expect whatsoever and having the courage and being able to talk on the radio and already in the, ni- in the end of the 19- 1960s to be able to communicate by radio all the way yeah, back to... Yeah, to talk to everyone. You know, that's just yeah. crazy. It's incredible. I so, mean, it's like I, can, a, I can relate a little bit. I, I went skydiving on Thursday. Yeah, so almost an astronaut. Um, <laughs> no, almost an astronaut. <laughs> like the unknown right yeah, so yeah. I mean yeah and it's, it's crazy it's, it's incredible human courage incredible it's like is. a leap of faith isn't it I yeah. mean you're going in literally into the unknown uh, where, where very few people have been yeah. to start with Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's done it Hazaz done it he's coming back in a few hours and I think it's going to be very exciting to see what he has to say once he's back one thing as well is that I think this whole this whole incident has really sparked the interest in space here I mean, yeah. we, we've, yeah. we've spoken to students who have yeah. literally changed their majors halfway just because they saw this man going to space you know, it's and, funny. and doing what he's doing. It's funny, I was at Jitex on, 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 on Thursday. I went to see our partners at Tisalat, with who we have the Tisalat Hello Business Hub and JLT. And uh, I, they brought in, on, on Thursdays usually, which was the last day of Jitex Technology Week, they bring in all these students, right? And they brought in some, maybe at some point, 100 students to the door to the Tisalat stand. And I was thinking, these are the guys that are responsible for our future. And you know, they're four, five, six, seven-year-olds yeah. and they're walking there and they're looking around at all the lights and these prototype cars and prototype, you know, personal human carriers and all these things. They have what crazy lawnmowers there as well. Like, there's so much technology. Of, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, especially, yeah, you saw that lawnmower, right. Uh, and, and at the end, so so you're looking at these, at these kids and it's like, these four, five, six, seven-year-olds are responsible for whatever we're going to go through as 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 a, as a species in the next in the next twenty, thirty years, and it's just it's just incredible feeling. They're the future, yeah, yeah. And, and it's people like Hazal Mansouri who are really going to inspire this next generation to to really go above and beyond. And he gave um, the press conference at Kazakhstan airport, and he said, you know, he was so proud to represent um, the UAE, of course, and the Arab world as a whole. But he said, you know, one of the things he's most looking forward to in terms of coming back home is inspiring like you said this new generation of people how who old, are how old is he do you even know he's 35 years old 35 uh, years he was old. a former fighter jet pilot and he has four kids wow yes yeah, so wow. Mohammed's like amazing home, yeah. that is why he is the <laughs> man Mohammed's from the new center yeah. on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so do we know anything more Mohammed in terms of what Hazza will do once he's back here so from what we understand he's actually going to be continuing with these scientific experiments that he had started on the ISS um, a lot of them will be done in collaboration with different schools and universities here in the UE and Amazing. And this is something very cool as well, is that the exact same experiments he was doing on the ISS were being done at the same time. By here, the people here. By, by the students here in the UAE. So he's going to be following.
following up on those experiments uh, and really seeing what more can be done and what can we find from these experiments. It'll be cool though because he'll go, well, this is what I found and you did them on Earth and this is what you found. And, and he'll I compare the results. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. It's amazing. It's going to be fantastic to see what he has to say. Okay, so a few hours to go. Hopefully a few hours. So I don't know how long it takes to get from Moscow to Dubai. About five, six hours. Five yeah. or six hours, right? So hopefully by, uh, let's say, about uh, 7 p.m. We should, uh, we should have are, our first Are you going to be greeting him at the airport, Mohammed? I you wish seem I could. like you were quite excited about <laughs> I, it. I wish I could, but I think, uh, I think he's, I'll, he's one of the I'll family members. On the TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, please do head over to the ARN News Centre for all the updates on Hazza Al-Mansouri's um, return home. Such an amazing thing. Mohammed Salaman, thank you so much for thank joining you, us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. This is Dubai I 103.8.